Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. You have been told the best way to gain favor is to give favors, right? Do unto others as you would have them do back to you. Give before you take, deposit before you withdraw, etc. This morning, I'm gonna turn all those axioms on their head. Instead, the best way to gain the favor of others is to ask for a favor. The best way to win friends is to get them to do something for you. The best way to turn haters into lovers is to obligate them. Yeah, it's true, but don't take it from me. Take it from one of the most influential figures in the history of the human race. This guy was born one of 17 children to dirt poor parents, yet he became a scholar a respected scientist, an entrepreneur, a gentleman, and a man of significant political power. Put it this way, this guy is so rock star, you'd spend 100 bucks just to buy a picture of his face. Who am I talking about? Of course, I'm talking about my BF, as in Benjamin Franklin. So what shot Benji from pure obscurity all the way to being one of the founding fathers of the United States of America? It was his mad persuasion skills. Here is one of his ninja moves. Okay, so back when, uh, this is a time when Benji had one of, one of the horrible haters in his life. When he ran for his second term as clerk, a guy he never names in his autobiography delivered a Trump-like rant from the bullpit. Bully whipping and hating on our man Franklin, suggesting that he should be removed from office and tarnishing Ben's reputation. Ben was madder than a mosquito in a mannequin factory. He wanted to scorch the earth of this man, but he knew this man had power. He was a gentleman of fortune and education, said Franklin. He knew one day this guy would hold great power in government, so he needed to be careful. So what did he do? Claim it was fake news and call, an, call it an unjust witch hunt? Call him crazy or a nut job on Twitter? Give him a nickname like Lion Little Larry? Nah, that wouldn't be very presidential now, would it? Here's what he did instead. He asked for a favor. Yeah, follow me here now. Franklin knew that the man had a prized book collection that he was very proud of. So Ben sent this man a letter asking him if he could borrow a specific book from his library, one that he called Very Scarce and Curious. Mr. Hater, flattered, sent Ben the book right away. A week later, Ben sent it back with a thank you note. Mission accomplished. The next time the legislature met, Mr. Hader, now Ben Fanboy, approached Franklin and spoke to him in person for the first time. Franklin said the man, quote, ever after manifested a readiness to serve me on all occasions so that we became great friends and our friendship continued to his death. Oh, and no, Franklin didn't have him whacked in case you were wondering. Isn't that incredible though? Once foe, now friend, all due to a favor. Franklin describes this as this. He said, quote, he that has done you once a kindness will be more ready to do you another than he whom you yourself have obliged. Interpreted this into this century speak, Benji is saying this, a guy or gal who's done you a favor is more likely to do you another, even more so than someone you have done a favor for. Now. You're probably going, what? That sounds counter to everything you've been told. Here's why this works. It's called cognitive dissonance. When people do you a favor, the brain says, oh, okay, I guess we like this person. Even if you actually don't, 
The brain then struggles with the difference between your actions and your perceptions. In order to maintain consistency, which it has to, or it goes bonkers, it flip-flops. It goes from hater to fan. That's kind of ninja, right? So take this into your day. Take a client you have been trying to woo, and instead of thinking what favor you can do for them next, instead, go asking for a favor from them. Ask them for some advice, be it about business or personal, unrelated to what you do and what you normally talk about. Have a colleague that you've been having trouble with? Ask to borrow their stapler or have them teach you how to do something you know they're really proud and skilled at. Have a kid you can't seem to motivate? Ask them to do a favor for you on a topic unrelated to what you have been nagging them about, but you know that they like to do. Have a neighbor you've been plotting a Pacific Heights move on? Look it up if you don't know the movie. Knock on their door and ask to borrow a cup of sugar or flour or a shovel, although the shovel might send the wrong message or the right message, depending on how sadistic you are. Oh, and here's an easy one to try. When you are at the coffee shop or the airport, ask someone sitting close if they would watch your laptop while you go to the bathroom. When you return, they will be 100 times more likely to wanna shoot the shiitake with you when you return. Those are some great ideas to get you started. Hey, since we're on the topic of winning friends and influencing folks, if you haven't seen the training I did on persuasion, how to get anybody to say yes to you, then I will post a link to it below. If you need to close a big sale or ask for a raise or negotiate a contract or influence your team members to do what it is that you want or convince your spouse or friends to do what you want or get your kids to do what you want, you'll want the tips provided in this series. The training is free. It's my treat. Enjoy. To get access to the free training series Darren mentions in the episode, go to darrenhardy.com forward slash persuasion.